Fringe in the Feather, where we talk about it all. <laughs> so we're just doing the setup for this episode, and uh, just if I may repeat the um. Yeah. the analogy <laughs> I used to discuss. Okay, so in my family, so there's four of us, uh, mom, dad, sister, and me. So if anyone has seen uh, my family, I look like a carbon copy of my father. My sister looks like a carbon copy of my mother. And that's it. Like, I don't look anything like my mother <laughs> or my sister and vice versa. It's really weird. We're very split down the middle that way. Um, so <laughs> in my family... Um, people have people. My mother has this thing we lovely call elephant memory. And so she has an incredible memory. Like she can remember where she was on a certain day at a certain time, what she was wearing, what was happening. Like she, she knows. And my sister has inherited that crazy memory. And then (laughs) bless my father. I got his memory in that I, uh, you know, I'm just trying to remember things from my childhood and as we're talking about the setup for this. And I'm like, you know, I was two once, I, th- I think, <laughs> like age definitely happened. I was small. I was a short human <laughs> and at the same time. My limbs grew. I'm now here. And that's where we're at. That's where <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I'm very much like your mom. That's why I find it funny because I do remember like, in detail lots of things from my childhood so yeah that's it's very different (laughs) (laughs) it is and like I sometimes wish I had the elephant memory to be honest I feel like it would be nice you know like my my sister and my mom will reminisce about stuff like remember that house we lived in once and I'm like uh (laughs) yeah are you joking I had a room not even like houses that you lived in like I can vaguely remember like some details about them, but they'll like talk about specific things, and I'll be like, I, I don't. If you like, if I heard that from somebody else, I'd think you were making that up. Oh, like I just can't corroborate. It's kind of sad. I, I'm like, I yeah, I don't even know. I, okay, so this is that's a good segue because we're gonna we're gonna talk about childhood today, which Shanae had had none, or it happened. And- <laughs> You just blacked it out for the entirety of it. I had one. I'm pretty sure that's about as far as we got. So this is where we're at. Um, and yeah, okay. So we're going to talk about childhoods today. Uh, hopefully, it's a positive experience for all involved. For all, for all involved. I don't know. I, I got, that got weird. It got weird because I was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe people had really not great childhoods. But we're going to try to keep it on the positive. Gonna be, it's going to be a lot of the goofy stuff that happened when we were kids. Oh, yeah. We're just going to tell you the embarrassing shit that happened in our childhoods because I can tell you some stupid shit that happened when I was a child because I was a clumsy child. I had to literally write down to not. <laughs> okay. I had, to just, I had to write down a story that I really do not want to share on the podcast, but because I talk a lot and I don't always think before I speak, I just wrote a really big reminder on our on our show notes to like not tell that story. Okay. So yes. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we wanna get right into the gate on stupid stuff that we did as kids. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a, lot. Oh. there's a lot. There's a lot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my God. I like I was saying this as well while we were doing the prep. Um Again, because of my, I have a memory like a sieve. I feel like I'm gonna tell these stories, and then when this episode comes out, I, my mother's gonna call me up and be like, "Those, that that's not how that happened." I don't know. Like, oh, and the other thing, actually, because uh, you you are an only child, and I have yeah. a sister. Um, the other thing that happens is that Alicia and I have heard the same stories over and over again to the point that sometimes we get confused about who the story is about. That I do know has happened. Like, we'll be like, that was me. And my mom's will be like, nope, that was your sister. That's bonkers. That's bonkers. That's actually kind of hilarious. <laughs> okay. okay. So yeah, do you have a, do you have an embarrassing story that you want to share first? It's like a sleepover. Oh God, yeah. It's like a sleepover and we're sharing embarrassing stories. And then we're going to talk about boys. <laughs> and braid each other's hair I gotta talk about childhood crushes because I clearly remember my childhood crushes okay go go go, go I actually okay those actually I do remember so we'll get to that but uh 
Yeah, so, I mean, I was just a super clumsy child. So, um, you know, there there was one time. Okay, so you know as a kid how you always used to pull your hands into your sleeves and you would, like, fling the sleeves around because it was fun? <laughs> right? So we also, I used to like walking like that all the time. So I'd, like, pull my arms in and then you, like, flail them around and you're, this is just the coolest goddamn thing. <laughs> So, and I still remember this one, actually, I remember every single detail. I remember exactly where it was happening. We were in the parking lot of a shopper's drug mart. Oh, my God. One of my childhood homes. And uh, we were going, I don't, I was with my mom, and I can't remember if my sister was there or not, but we were in the parking lot, and I pulled my arms into my sleeves and was, like, walking like an idiot. So then uh, there was a speed bump, and uh, (laughs) everyone else saw the speed bump, and I didn't. (laughs) So I fell. I tripped over the speed bump, and then, of course, because I'm super smart and had my hands in my jacket, I face pointed. Oh no! Did you damage anything? Did you like hurt? <laughs> I mean, I don't remember the injury. I'm pretty sure there was one though, which is appropriate because then we were at Shop's Truck Mart, <laughs> so we were where we needed to be. I don't remember like getting stitches or anything. Um, I do know, yeah, that 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 one. <laughs> Uh, I had, yeah, I had that habit of hitting my head as a kid. There's another story. Um, you know how, like, I don't know what they're called. They're, like, uh, little, like, cars that the kids ride on, and there's, like, a handle on the back where you can, like, push them. Oh, like, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I had one that was a Sesame Street mobile. Nice. So it was, like, you know, it had a little thing in the front, and when you pushed it, it did the Sesame Street song, and it was cute. So... I used to have one, and I think I used to, like, race around the house like I was in fucking Tokyo Drift or something, because <laughs> nothing has changed on that front. Um, and, you know, like, you know how in a lot of houses, I don't necessarily know if they have them anymore, but, like, back in the day, there was, like, really sharp drywall corners. Like, you'd have all these weird angles in, like, in a house in the suburbs, and the walls would come to, like, a really sharp point. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, uh... So I I don't remember exactly how it happened, but I know I was racing around the house and full on face planted into one t- one of those corners, and I feel I still have a dent in my head from that. So oh, you know, maybe the reason I can't remember my childhood is because I hit my head so many times is, as a kid. Where is the dent in your head? Oh, right in the middle of my forehead. Oh my god. And I know, and I feel like this is, like, okay. a horrible indictment of my mother, but it's not at all. This is all my own doing. Okay, so, no. This is a good segue, because mine, my mother was not involved, but she was involved, and made the, made the situations worse. So I will say mine are indictment of my mother. Okay, so, um, also involving, okay, we both are, some of, we have a lot of problems with our faces, like, hitting things. Uh, okay so when I was a child and I have a very vivid memory of this it was in the downstairs bathroom and I had on this um like My Little Pony nighty. you remember those really shitty nighties, like that fabric it wasn't fleece and it wasn't like particularly soft but it was kind of scratchy I don't know it was some sort of I clearly just wanted the nighty. I think I know what you mean yeah because it was My Little Pony not because it was comfortable um and I was wearing that and I had the flu and I was um, puking in the toilet. And I had, like, run to the toilet, and I was throwing up and throwing up. And then I don't know what happened, but the toilet seat, which was, like, a fu- it's, like, fucking wood. It's, like, a teak, like, toilet seat that, like, I don't know. Who has wooden toilet seats anymore? I can't. I mean, everyone used to back in the day. <laughs> and I don't feel so bad. We smoked here. So the wooden toilet seat came right down and hit me on the bridge of my nose. And... Uh, sliced sliced it open i had a scar there for a long time i think it's gone now but uh yeah sliced it right open and i was like curled up in the corner of the bathroom like because i fell backwards after that i'm like crying my eyes out my mom is laughing at me she just thinks it's hilarious laughing so hard she hates when i tell these stories because they make her look like a bad mom (laughs) but she did laugh at me it was awful another time which was actually i think my mom's fault or my cousin's fault was like the roundabout rides, which I had to look up before I got on this podcast because I couldn't remember what they were called. Do you, they're like a flat circle, and there's some bars on it, and they're they're like they are like death machines. They're not safe. I think they they are like they've been removed from playgrounds. Um, oh yeah, it was a death go round. Because you could get your scarf caught and like hang yourself. Actually, that's terrifying. 
So we were going. Around. That was morbid. <laughs> it got that got weird. Um, we were spinning around on that really really fast, and I'm pretty sure it was my mom who made us go really really fast. And I flung off of it like like just the <laughs> visual of that just flung right off of this ride into a mu- into the mud. Um, that was damn. That was damaging on so many levels. I thankfully none of these have like resulted in permanent injuries, but yeah, those were. <laughs> Those are pretty embarrassing. Um, ones that don't involve smacking my face. Actually, that's a lie. I did sm- one more embarrassing story. I'm going to make this, this one. Okay, good, because I have one too. <laughs> I just remembered it. This one was when I was older. I know we were talking about childhood. This one is a little bit older because I'm obviously in a car and my friend was driving. So it's about teenagerhood. So I'm kind of pushing it. But I, in, yeah, you're still a kid. in the face smacking theme of things. Um, <laughs> my friend is ever listening to this. She'll remember this because she was, I think, the one driving. Um, I was, we were driving to like a, like a baseball game or something. And there was guys in a car in front of us, like guy friends of ours. And I was like yelling out the window at them or something. And then we'd like, you'd like turn after you'd yell and you'd like laugh with your friends. And and then I'm like rolling up the window as I'm laughing with my friends. And then I went to turn to say something else to them out the window, forgetting I had like rolled up the window, smucked my head against the window. And then, like, and then I'm thinking, I'm thinking, everybody else in my car is laughing, and I'm like, oh, that was embarrassing. Not, I'm assuming that the guys in front of us didn't see it because they're ahead of us. But no, you could see them all just like their bodies just kind of like, like, like oh, no. curl up and laughing. Yeah, and I, that was a fun time. So, if anybody ever thought that I was popular with the dudes in high school, that wasn't the case. Nor was I smooth. I've never, I've never been popular with the boys. I have one more and it also involves a head smacking story and this this story is like legend in our family okay. I was also older I was definitely a teenager maybe even early 20s um so we went over to my um cousin's house and so I have uh two cousins um and they like kind of slot between my sister and I in age mm-hmm. um I'm the second oldest and my sister is the youngest mm-hmm. so we were at their house and they have like um a house uh it backs onto a lake um uh, so they have a lot of property so it's like in the in the forest it's a beautiful house mm-hmm. so we were there and we were playing manhunt and we just oh my god oh, yeah oh yeah so we decided yes, to play nice. it also at night because just fucking maximize the stupid why not so we're all like running around like and this was like i don't want to say extreme manhunt but i mean we were close like my cousin was hiding on the roof like this was aggressive so they have like um you know like a single axle trailer so it's like one that just has the two wheels it's like tippy unless it's on a car Mm. so they have one parked over to the side of their driveway so my cousin um, my cousin Bryce is the one who's trying to find us. So we're all hiding and I like kind of panic, but it's dark out. So I'm like, ah, okay, I'll go hide under the trailer. So it was like with the back end laying on the, the ground front end up. So I like go under the trailer and I scooch all the way down. Um, or sorry, no, I initially scooched all the way down to the end and then kind of like came back up to the front. Cause I was a little bit worried. Mm. So like with the shadows, I'm kind of like hiding right beside the tire. You can't really see me. So there's only four of us. So my cousin obviously is having a hard time finding the, the three of us. So, and he goes to take a break. And the poor guy sat on the end of the trailer. So I had an entire trailer come smacking down on my head. Oh. <laughs> he felt so bad. And I like, every time we tell this story, it's like, it wasn't his fault. I don't blame him at all. To be honest, probably had a concussion or at least partway yeah. to one. Like, oh god, I it hurt so bad. <laughs> and I can't remember if I made a noise or not. I feel like I must have, but I just kind of wish I was like like a fly on the wall almost just to watch it happen. Because it's like one of those things in movies where you can see everything being lined up and you're like, go! Oh. And then it happens. That is like the poor guy. Oh yeah. I bet he felt so bad. Bryce, it's not your fault. I promise you it's not your fault. <laughs> no, it's okay. You can sleep at night. You don't have to live with the guilt. Uh, no, no, I promise you it's not your fault. Oh god, yeah. That was as you were talking about it, I was like, I kinda have to bring it up. It's family legend at this point. That is a that's 
that's not a small thing to <laughs> go. No, no, it's not. Holy crap. Okay. That is so manhunt, that that brings me back. Um a lot that's a childhood memory. I don't have any embarrassing stories about Manhunt, but we always used to like play um in this one area and there was like this legend about a guy who would run around in his underwear and you'd always be worried that he's gonna jump out at you or something. I don't know. That People is come from such my- a like child way of telling a story. Right? Like you know how like when you're older or you're a teenager, it's like, yeah, somebody like got killed there, or, like it's haunted or whatever. Yeah. And as a kid, you're like, somebody runs around in their underwear and he might jump out at you. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I people from my hometown will probably know what I'm talking about. But yeah, that was a big that was a big thing. I actually played like I I don't know, maybe maybe it was just a good but I remember playing Manhunt with like when you play with boys and for some reason um it would always be like I would always feel I always felt like I had to be really cool in Manhunt and I wasn't cool in Manhunt because I don't think I got athletic <laughs> until I got older. So I never impressed any of the any of the people that I had crushes on at the time when I played Manhunt because it was always with boys and your girlfriends and all my girlfriends who played like soccer and stuff I felt like were way better at Manhunt than I was. Yeah, it's funny because I actually like remember playing like games like that and I feel like it was cool to like I don't know I'm not gonna say this properly but it was almost cool to like act girly about it like you were supposed to kind of hide not badly but a little bit and the, the if the guy caught you you know you like scream and like no like <laughs> I feel like that was the cool thing to do not to like be good at it <laughs> no, 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 sure, that's fair. That's fair. okay so those are um I have other embarrassing stories. Oh, calling the teacher mom. I wrote that one down because that I remember. Oh, I feel like everyone's done that. Yeah, that was grade four for me. I remember doing that in grade four and it just came out and I, <laughs> yeah, that was not great. I'm trying to think of anything else that I've had happen. Now when you have to think about it, they don't come up, but then suddenly they'll just like. Oh, of course. Creep up on you at 3 a.m. Remember that time when you. <laughs> oh my God. I have like. When your brain, when your brain attacks you at 3 a.m. Oh my god, that, like, to be honest, that happens to me all the time. Like, I just did so much cringy shit as a kid. And I mean kid in, like, everything from toddler all the way up until, like, last year. Like, I just do stuff all the time. Awkward stuff that I, like, sometimes get... I definitely cringe to myself about and other times to be honest it always seems to happen when I like I'm feeling super cool and then I feel like the universe just does it to be like in case you forgot you're a nerd yep. like, <laughs> like I'll feel super like super cool and then I'll like knock into a table or like knock a chair yep. over yep. like I just do that shit all the time so I'm just kind of like yeah just fucking add it to the list <laughs> okay so I did write down childhood crushes because I felt like a lot of my embarrassing moments although I can't think of any embarrassing moments that had to do with crushes but there were probably some like my desperate attempts at getting their attention through like valentine's cards remember valentine's and like boxes oh yeah it was a lot of pressure remember your childhood crushes uh I remember a couple of them like I couldn't entirely tell you like I think they're more from like my tweens than my childhood but like elementary um, elementary school i remember crushes in elementary school uh yeah i think one of them counts as an elementary school crush like i remember the elementary school crushes i had on like boys in my class like oh yeah i got married in the first grade man i've been cheating this entire time i never got married Yeah, we got we got married with a ring pop and everything, and it was like a three second ceremony in front of that haunted, the haunted house in the back of the like the backyard of the school, and then we were like, "Can I?" Like that was. <laughs> what was it? What's the name? His name was Bradley. Oh, do you know where's Bradley now? Do we know? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, I we didn't go to that school for very long. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, I got no idea. I don't even remember his last name. I bet my mom would remember, probably. But, oh, yeah, I had a big fat crush on him. Oh, that's awesome. Mine were, I remember, so we had, like, six Jasons in that class. Just like, <laughs> and I feel Jason like, M, Jason A, yeah, Jason B. Yeah, I had a crush on Jason C for a while. Ooh. He was really, he was way shorter than I was. Um, but he always wore these turtlenecks, and they always looked nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is how you 
know that I'm like, I've been a grandpa forever is that I was attracted to them <laughs> because of the coolness that they were. Oh my God. I like know, this... I don't know where he is right now. Um, I was going to say, what age were you in this? Grade four. I had a crush on somebody in grade four and it was Jason, yeah, Jason C in grade four. I was like, okay, this is also just goes, I'm like, I have no idea what age kids are in grade four. Like, ah, I don't know, eight? I don't actually Nine? You're like, I don't know anything about children. <laughs> are you 14 when you start high school? Uh, I was 13 in grade seven. Yeah, so 14 in grade okay. seven, I think, okay. is the usual. So if we work backwards, that's, yeah. That's <laughs> that involves nine. math. It's like nine. Yeah, so there's... So a nine-year-old Jess was like, you know what? He looks like a man who could provide. <laughs> you know, like, that's fucking suave. I want... <laughs> get me a man who wears turtlenecks. Turtlenecks. Um, so... <laughs> And then it was, uh, I had a big crush on this guy named Chris, uh, Chris M, because we had two Chris's in the class. Um, I actually still, I actually still know Chris M. Uh, he's like, he's like a, he's like living the dream out, uh, out west. Um, but he was such a sweet guy, and I had a crush on him for like a really long time in elementary school. But also like looked like a guy in high like in elementary school so it probably is why I was never um one of his prospects way back in the day <laughs> but, uh, he was, he was, I was like I don't know where you're going with this and I was like I don't know why I liked him though I don't have there was no like defining turtleneck situation there um I used to like I used to bring him cookies I think I don't know I tried to like buy his affection that didn't work out um <laughs> But yeah, he was, he was a good dude. And then I think that was it for elementary school. I can't really remember anybody else. I got my... I uh, I had a lot of crushes in, like, growing up. Like, I... Were they, like, did you have a lot? Or did you have, people, did you have somebody who was, like, a long-time crush? Uh, the one person who was a long-time crush for me in high school I ended up dating. Oh, okay. Um, after the fact, like, when we were a lot older. Mm. Um... That was, I think, the longest term one. No, like I had a lot of like short term ones. Like I would crush on somebody pretty hard and then it would swap. I also, this is true in my love life in general. I fall for people who I'm friends with. Mm. So that was the case all throughout uh, elementary, middle, high school. Like that has always been my my standard MO. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I mean like, yeah, I had crushes on friends a lot. Um, I also had a lot of guy friends growing up. Mm -hmm. um, so initially I wouldn't have... It was kind of like I would either fall into a crush on them or I would have a crush and fall out of it um, mm -hmm. for the most part. But it never really stopped me from being friends with any of them. See, when you said childhood crushes, I thought you meant like celebrity crushes. Oh, so I was like, yeah. already. Okay, first, first childhood crush, go. I'm almost positive it was Nick from the Backstreet Boys. Nice. Like... I was all in on that. And then later on, I tried to change it to Brian because I felt like too many people liked Nick and I thought Brian was like nice. Mm. But no, it was Nick and his stupid oh. center part haircut. So I looked like Nick Carter. In <laughs> um, I didn't expect that at all. <laughs> I, if, if, my best, if one of my best friends, Jamie, is listening, we used to do Back to Boy videos in high school because we were that cool. <laughs> My first crush was um, Joey. Ma I think it's McIntyre or McIntyre. Anyways, the one, the one, the youngest one in New Kids on the Block. So I was gonna say, wow. Yeah, well, I'm not that much older than you. <laughs> but I had, a, I loved Joey. Actually, he is still looking fine today. I gotta tell you, he's still a good looking dude. He's a good looking dude. Um, and so I liked him. I had the Barbie of him. I also had the Barbie of Jordan, but um, I didn't like. I like Jordan for his singing talents and his dancing talent. I like Joey. For marriage, I would have married for his him. face. For his face. Oh, Zach Morris. <laughs> Zach Morris. He was. I had a huge crush on Zach Morris. Um, uh, from Saved by the Bell. Yeah, and JTT Jonathan Taylor Thomas was a huge one. Oh, everyone yeah. loved him. That was great. He was adorable. Where is he? I gotta Google that right now. Um, he came up recently oh. again. I feel like. Um, I mean, there was all, yeah the standard ones. Like I was really into Hanson for a hot minute. Yeah, my friends still. Who still goes to him? I love that. Dick. Apparently, they're still really good. Yeah, they probably are. They actually um, played their shit. They like played their. Yeah, they're actually they're actual yeah, musicians. Yeah. 
Um, I, yeah, I did like, and I also went through, and I can't remember how long it lasted, but it was a long time. I went through an Orlando Bloom phase, like, you would not believe. Yes! Oh my oh god. My god. With, with Lord of the Rings. Yep, yeah, that was. Yup, it was the hair, man. <laughs> like, he, oh, yeah, that was a long, that was a long-term thing for me. Long-term thing, yeah. I had, um, oh, Justin Timberlake, um, way, way back in NSYNC's heyday. Right now, I can't even stand the guy, but, like, way back in the day. <laughs> Back in the day when he was uh, a ramen noodle head. I was so glad you brought that up because I was actually just going to say I was living <laughs> for that hair. I was here for it. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. The instinct. I had the instinct phase for sure. I'm trying to think about if I had any other. Yeah, I can't. I'm not really thinking of it either, but I'm sure they're there. I mean, I don't know how long I've loved Vin Diesel, but that's been a long and enduring love oh, that has not gone away. So. <laughs> I mean, like, I just, like, it's one of those things where, like, I'm not convinced he's, like, the best actor ever. Like, I fully accept that he's completely one-dimensional. He used to be a lot better. Uh, but I just, I don't know what it is. Like, everything, like, I will see every movie he's in. I Yeah, I love me some Vin Diesel. <laughs> I love that. He's, well, you know what? When, what was it? Triple X. When Triple X came out, I had a, yeah, I could understand why people had a crush on him. I don't know why about that movie, but. Oh no, the first one was definitely good. Uh, for me, it was Chronicles of Riddick that did it. I love that series so much. There's still like Chronicles of Riddick is still one of my top five favorite movies all time. I'm gonna make a note for you and my partner to have a discussion about that movie because he is also a big fan. And <laughs> I think that you guys further gonna... proof that we're just exact. We're basically the same person. Like Jess and I say this on a ba- on a regular basis, but. It's just more evidence that we're the that. same person. You know what? I think Vin Diesel is a really like that's a evolution of a childhood crush because I think we I don't know I was yeah very much into, yeah like, the baby faces and then I remember seeing Triple X and being like oh there's something like stirring <laughs> stirring inside for this like bald man who doesn't have ramen noodle hair and like yeah. yeah but he does have approximately forty two abs he does he does give or take yeah. Um, <laughs> we need to have an episode on celebrity crushes in general I think because I have actually I'm going to make a note of that because we do need to get into that um, <laughs> we do but as long as we're fine with like half of mine being K-pop idols that's totally fine I think that's great I think people need to be googling that anyways um, okay so childhood, <laughs> childhood crushes uh, this feels like I want this to be like an episode that reads like something from Tiger Beat so, who is your childhood crush? What was your favorite color as a kid? What shape is your face? What haircut suits your face? My Do you remember those? Yeah, I still don't know what shape my face is at all. I don't either. I have no like, idea. Um, and every single magazine, every quiz told you something different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I would be looking at my like chin trying to figure out whether I was a heart face like Reese Witherspoon exactly I remember I feel like that those quizzes I never thought about this until now but I feel like those quizzes are like latent fear about why I didn't get bangs for so long because I was worried that my face was wide it would make me look like a blockhead so those things Uh, how long have I had bangs now like I don't regret it (laughs) like they were fake no so actually those magazines did you read those magazines then growing up yeah you're a big fan oh yeah yeah those were there was a there was a bunch of them. There's like I never I don't think I ever read Tiger Beat, oh, but there was like J fourteen. J fourteen. God, there were so many. Like I'm trying to remember what the ones were. Like the ones I remember later on were like Seventeen and like yeah, Girl, Team Vogue, um, and... Cosmo Girl. I remember that one. Oh, Cosmo Girl. Bop. Yeah, I was obsessed Bop with Magazine Cosmo Girl. Bop. Yeah, Bop Bop and J fourteen were like the celebrity. Yes. The celebrity magazines. Oh, God. And you excited. got the posters. That was, oh, my favorite thing to do is, like, to just go and spend crap loads of money on magazines as a kid and, like, read them. Everything from, like, yeah, love Well, it. yeah, and then you get it. the – I always loved them for the posters, but then the problem would be if you loved somebody and they were on the same, like, the same poster. Because what they used to do is, like, print them double-sided so you could have, the like, worst. this guy or this guy. And then you would have – and like. Oh my god, so either people would like steal them out of other magazines or yeah. like make their parents buy them twice. Like you have to have both. You had to have both. Parents enabling us really. Not good. Um okay, so magazines, <laughs> that was a favorite. Um 
I'm trying to think of other things. Actually, I got caught up in that favorite color as a child thing, and I was really into purple and yellow at one point. I don't know why. That's always stands out. In my heart. <laughs> you were a Vikings fan. Uh, I, as a kid, my favorite color was orange, right. and I even like down to um, my room. Uh, one time, I say that questionable, I had a lot of childhood rooms, we moved a lot. Um, one of them was really cool, my parents uh, let us basically do whatever we wanted. So I had like a, a room that was like, well, both times they did. Um, and the ones we got to paint, but there was one house when we lived in Michigan. Uh, like my room was, it was kind of cool because the, the, I don't know how to explain it. It was like an A-frame house, but it was like there were basically wings on either side of the house so like everything mm-hmm. there was ba- nothing down the middle of the house everything was like out to the sides so we had like an angled both in my sister and i room we were at the top of the house we had like an angled room um it was really nice but like mine was like blue two shades of blue and then i had like glow in the dark stars and like they basically let us like get these like paint rollers and go mental and then when we moved back to canada my room here was a really really bright almost highlighter orange um and i never used to close the blinds in my room because we lived out in the country so it got properly dark so like in the morning when the sun would come up it was like it looked like the sun was in my room <laughs> like what? it was so bright it was great i didn't get to paint my room yellow and purple thank the lord um i don't know why that was even yeah i don't even know why that was the thing um okay childhood heroes do you have did you have any childhood uh this one i'm really struggling on like i can't remember and i'm sure again i'm sure if we were talking to my mom she could be like yep you love that person and this person and that person i mean i know that i've always had a fascination with princess diana but that's because my mom really liked princess diana Um, that's fancy i know my mom so my mom's name is diane so i feel like that was always like a connection and like we you know went to see the exhibit that they put together I probably at least 10 years ago now but there was a museum exhibit that went around that had like all of her clothes and like talked about her and some of that stuff so yeah I definitely remember having an admiration for her I still do to be honest there's a Instagram account that I follow called fly lady die and it's all about her like clothes oh that's like I that's (laughs) uh other than that like I don't really I don't really remember any specific person. Um, yeah, nothing's coming out at me. I I only wrote this down because it popped into my head. But um, I was a huge Harriet the Spy fan, like huge, huge. I read. That oh book. yeah, I read that book like ten times. I have notebooks upon notebooks under my bed, still in my childhood bedroom, and in the drawers that I filled out because I would like dutifully like drive around the neighborhood on my bike and like report back on stuff. Oh, my lord! I think that's probably the reason why I still write so much today. Like that was that was a huge childhood hero. Um, I also, oddly enough, was really like thought Margaret Thatcher was cool uh, because she was a lady leader. Um, You know, just for that that aspect i mean i don't when i was a child i didn't really get into her politics too deeply <laughs> of course but it was more like she was a lady leader and those weren't really a thing and so i i was i have a lot of books actually upstairs about women and leadership throughout history so my feminism started early apparently but yeah that was uh harriet the spy was definitely a humongous hero for me that's interesting like yeah. I wish for little Jess that Margaret Thatcher had been better with her politics so that it could be celebrated. But unfortunately, like there's a reason that Ding Dong the Witch is Dead trended number one after she died. (laughs) Unfortunately, not the best example. But I get I mean, like, yeah, not um, people, but I do remember like themes about me being like I kind of mentioned on a previous episode I went through phases Mm. I was obsessed with Egypt and Greek like Egyptian and Greek mythology when I was a kid I wanted to be an archaeologist so badly um yeah yeah, that was like and to be honest it's still uh like a couple years ago for my birthday I went to see the Dead Sea Scrolls like (laughs) I definitely that was a theme like and I don't necessarily like I can't say that I was like super into Cleopatra or something but I definitely remember I was always reading about Egypt and like Greek mythology and all of that stuff Mm. I went as Cleopatra for Halloween once 
That's awesome. That's all I got. That's all I got on that. Oh, uh, oh my god. Okay, no, that reminds me. Childhood Hero was fucking Sailor Moon. Oh, I don't know. I, don't know. I forgot that. Oh my god. I'm, I'm still obsessed with Sailor Moon. I, I was Sailor Moon like so many years for Halloween. How did I forget that? Oh man. Oh my god. What? Is, oh man, that show. That show. Oh, oh. And you get, I'd like get home from school and I'd have to. Oh my goodness. That was. That was a big one. I actually am so mad at myself. I mean, I'm happy I remembered because my sister, like, if I, if we released this and I didn't bring that up, my sister would have driven oh. to my house and smacked me in the face <laughs> because I loved Sailor Moon. I still love Sailor Moon, like, completely oh, awesome. obsessed. I'm so glad you brought that up because I, I love when people remind me of, like, shows <laughs> that I used to love as a kid. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Like, what was another one that came up? Biker Mice from Mars. That one is, was a big That's one. That's a show? I uh, the Batman. Yeah, it was a show. Man, Google that. Biker Mice from Mars. I had the toy. Um, the cartoon Batman, the one that was like, the one that happened in my generation. Oh, I'm a good Poison it. Ivy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poison Ivy, that was sick. I loved it because Batman's always been my favorite. Um, yeah. Oh, Power man. Rangers. I was a oh, Okay, okay. Which, which one did you like the most? Pink Ranger, which is funny because later on in life, it's I actually liked the Green Ranger the best. Okay, uh, but I wanted to be the Pink Ranger because she got to be with the Green Ranger. Oh, I was that uh, Yellow Ranger all the way because I loved um, Saber Tooth Tigers. Oh, and she was super smart. Like I, yeah. I kind of picked the idiot one. But the cool thing is, the guy who played Green Ranger is an MMA fighter now. <laughs> I was a big nerd growing up, so I was, uh, yeah, I related to the yellow, yeah, oh my god, and I loved, I, I wonder if I still have those dolls, they're probably worth some money, um, yeah, I had all the Power Ranger dolls, oh, that show was the best, so this episode, for those who are listening, is just gonna be a lot of us yelling, it's just gonna be us yelling, <laughs> reminiscing, it was supposed I, to be all childhood, and we're like, Power Rangers, just yelling, yeah, that's fine, <laughs> who cares, um, you, you chose to tune into this, so, <laughs> You did. Welcome. We're happy to have you. You might not be happy to be here, but we're happy to have you. That's right. Um, no, oh, Power Rangers so good. I'm trying to think of some other ones now. Oh, Ninja Turtles. That was huge in oh! my family. Which one was you? Which one? Which one did you like? Michelangelo, obviously. I gotta make sure I don't get this. I always say the wrong one because I think in my head that I'm I'm saying the right one. And then I so Leonardo is blue. No, I was talking Raphael is red. He was a smart one, Donatello. He was a smart one. He had a shitty weapon, but I liked him. Uh, I also used to like Raphael because Raphael has the weapon that I used to like. Probably Raphael was my favorite, but Mikey was the better one anyways. Okay. Um, Raphael had the side, they're called, like the double daggers. Yeah. Love that. And you're, uh, you're very, like, those are your, pers- I feel like those are your very much your personality types. Yeah. <laughs> but the angry one with weapons. Uh. <laughs> And then I'm like, like, I'm like the nerdy one with the shitty bow staff. Like, <laughs> hey guys, because you you don't want to do harm. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. So I just had to. I just had to Google the right. Um, oh, I didn't know that. It's Leonardo, isn't it? No. Okay. So I just was googling. I was just making sure that I got Donatello right because I always want to say it's a different one, but it's the, I always like the purple one. And I just so I just oh that, yeah that's Donatello. I Leonardo's just blue. That, and I just read something that which Ninja Turtle died. Fucking Donatello dies apparently at one point. So my life is ruined. <laughs> I just yo not, spoiler alert. Come on. I know. I just spoiled that. Part. <laughs> anyway, like twenty years later. Yeah. Here's your childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh so childhood heroes, we covered childhood crushes and the shows. Um in terms of like now, do we do we have anything that we do still now that are our favorite activities for childhood? Minus watching Sailor Moon, which is still relevant. Yeah, obviously. Like still do that. <laughs> um uh I don't know. This is this is a, but you 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 had something that you still do, right? Like I have um I still dance because I've been dancing since I was three, and that I feel like that is a weird way of um kind of hearkening back to that little little me. I remember my mom. We only have like one video. We never were a family that took videos or any or took pictures of anything. So 
Oh my god. We were. Oh, I'm so jealous. I we just don't. I have one video when I was a kid and it's like one of my first dance classes. And you could tell from a young age that I was that like kid who was trying to do everything right in the dance class. And I like understood the steps. And so I was like, oh, this is why they put me in dance. Um, So I still do that. I think that for me, little Jess shows up. Also, I have a picture of little me um, on my bedside table, which is important because I like to remember her. But generally, uh, I still get the same donut every time I go to Tim Hortons that I got as a kid. <laughs> it's a vanilla dip donut with the long sprinkles because the ball sprinkles are garbage. And if you... They suck. Yeah. I think if people disagree with me on that, I'd like to have a really long in-depth discussion because the ball, <laughs> fight you. the ball sprinkles hurt your teeth. And the long sprinkles just add a nice crunch, but not an aggressive one. Welcome to Fridge and Feather, where we talk about the donut discourse. <laughs> um, and well, yeah, when you when you like, there are certain things that I do, but it, I guess mine is a little bit more like a broader thing. Like, um, I still read. Uh, reading was a really big thing in my family growing up. Like, my sister and I both, I think, started reading at an early age. It was. I don't know how to explain it. Not that it was like emphasized, like you have to do this, but it was just, it's always been a thing. Like both of my parents read and really enjoy reading. It's just like a thing that we have always done and we always do. Like, you know, on vacation, we literally have competitions to see who can finish the most books. Like it's, it's just something we all enjoy doing. We have like reading time, like when we're, um, you know, when my parents, when we go up North in the summertime, like everybody reads we go out on the water and we read like that's just a, a, a theme that's always been there and I really I really like that because I love reading and I love that my family loves reading um I mean other than that I think the other thing for me is like and I'll try to explain this the best way that I I think keep in touch with my younger self is going through phases I went through a lot of phases as a kid and I continue to go through phases now. And what I mean by that is like phases of interests. So I always, I love learning things and I love learning about new things or like really diving in. Like as you guys kind of heard on the K-pop episode, um, like I went through a lot of phases as a kid of like, I was into anime, I was into music, I was into video games, it was this, that, whatever it may be. So I think, keeping true to that is just continuing to have fun with those things and I mean I think the best way for me to I guess honor my little self is to not get embarrassed by it anymore I used to get it really embarrassed by that stuff and it's just kind of like this is stuff that makes me happy and I don't understand why it's like looked down on to talk about that stuff so I guess that's that's my childhood continuing today I like that I think you explain that so well because I just thought about that in my phases that I've been through and like the clothes that I used to wear and things that I used to listen to. And yeah, I did feel really embarrassed sometimes about it. Like even now going through phases as an adult, it's kind of like, oh, why can't I just settle on one thing? But it's like, why? Why do you have to if something makes you happy and you're like into it for a bit and then you kind of phase out of it? It's like, why not? I don't know. That's cool. I appreciate that. I thought that was well said. Well, yeah. And I think through like that, that's a good point too about like, you know, um being into something for a while because I think I was lucky enough my parents let me try basically anything I wanted to like I tried all different sports all different activities like whatever would make me happy is what my parents wanted which was amazing so it also means like you know with you sometimes like I feel like I could get a little bit envious of the fact that you've been dancing for so long because Sometimes it's uh, it's always like six of one half dozen of the other like there were times where I wish I had stuck with something long term for that to be like capital oh, okay. T my thing but then it was also like I also have gotten to try so many things that I feel like it just kind of lends itself to like exploring things and the things that have yeah. stuck are things that I really enjoy and I don't yeah I think you're right I don't think it's a bad thing to just kind of be like hey I tried this it's not really for me yeah, but I tried yeah. it and I, Let's I move on. you know it's like, funny that you say that about dance because I actually never thought about that that it has stuck with me. I don't, that, but I always think about um, my partner when he plays hockey because he's played since he's been a kid. And he shows up like every week for his like three or four times a week like hockey. And I'm like, oh my God, like how have you stuck with this that long? But I guess I've kind of done the same thing. <laughs> that's, that's fascinating that I that phase <laughs> did stick with me. That's really interesting. 
Um, yeah, I think the I like the reading. We, my dad and I read. My mom not so much. But um, you and I do holidays. We like the holidays. I think that's something that we yep. have kind of stuck with as like a childhood tradition that's carried on. I haven't like strayed away from Christmas or like my excitement over Christmas or pre-Christmas, before Christmas. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I still no, have the same Christmas activities around in my family. I don't think I've come to the reality check that like all those people who kept those traditions going are getting old and like how are the rest of us going to keep them going? So that's been like, I have those moments where I'm like, oh crap. But yeah, for now I'm still enjoying a lot of traditions that we had as kids. I think that's interesting because like when I think about the holidays, like there's definitely traditions in my family, but the thing I like so much is how much my immediate family, so talking about my dad, my mom and my sister, we have made so many traditions of our own during the holidays. Now, partially this could be maybe I'm not remembering if the tradition came from somewhere, but I feel like a lot of it is just stuff that we've made. And that actually to me is like even nicer because it's stuff that we all kind of came up with with the four of us. And that to me is like, we do that stuff every year and I look forward to it. And I almost, right. um, I don't you know. You and your I, sister uh, carry that on. We do carry it on, but I think it's because there's like no pressure. Like, it's not like, a, like this has been our family for X number of years. Like you have to do this all the time. And it's like, no, this is just stuff we kind of came up with in our immediate family, like growing up, we've added stuff to it. And like my sister and I will continue it on in whatever fashion because we enjoy it. But like, yeah, there's no like huge, like looming family history <laughs> pressure behind it. That's good. Yeah. I always get concerned with family traditions when, you know, a matriarch or a patriarch passes and then it's like, oh, that stuff like is gone now. Like we don't get together. We aren't going to do that thing. Um, so I do have moments where I get I think about that little childhood Jess, Jess is like, oh, no, it's going to stop happening. Um, but then I think, yeah, at that point in time, you are building your own traditions in your own life. So, yeah, with or without children, because there's no judgments on your choice of whether you want to have children or not. Nope. To all your listeners out there. <laughs> I Yeah, it's interesting. I, I never thought about it that way and never really applied that to our traditions. But even as I'm thinking about it now, like, thankfully, it doesn't make me worry. But I can definitely see how that would be hard like especially if it's something that's been carried on more than your immediate family mm -hmm. yeah it's a bit yeah I know I think about like uh family stuff that yeah doesn't happen anymore because you lose you lose the people who kind of started it so um speaking of home life do you revert to your childhood self when you go home that's always a question that I read places and <laughs> especially around the holidays it's like how to like prepare for reverting back to your childhood self when you go home ah uh like yes but with a caveat and the, the caveat I say is not like childhood self it's kind of like we revert to the state that we were in the last time we all lived together which um for the most part was like when my sister and I were in high school um so we kind of revert to like obviously we've grown and changed and like my sister and I are both adults now um but we kind of have grown we like yeah we revert back to I, yeah, a little bit, but I I almost feel like because it used to be a concern of mine, and I don't actually think it's happening that much anymore. Like I feel like we're all just kind of it's changing a little bit, which I don't mind. But do you find that you do that? A little bit in that. Um, actually, I don't know. I don't know whether my like childhood self has just turned into my adult self, and it's all just normal, like you just kind of said. Oh, yeah, I'm sure there's some things that I'm like. I still eat, my mom still sometimes buys me Lucky Charms, so I still eat Lucky Charms when I come home. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. My mom buys me orange uh, juice every time. I sometimes, like, get into that, like, oh, when I come home, I have this kind of silly expectation of, like, I get my Egos or my Lucky Charms. Um, I don't know personality-wise that I uh, revert back to my childhood self. I think because I, and I know you um, are close with your family, because I'm close with my family and I talk to them a lot, I think that there hasn't been like a period of time where I don't talk to them and then suddenly I'm home for the holidays. So it's like weird. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like I got friends like I know people who don't see their family at all and then they go back for the holidays and then it's like all the stuff comes up because you haven't really seen that person and you haven't seen how they've grown. So I think my parents have kind of seen that evolution of me very closely. So there isn't any surprises when we come home. It's just who I am, the same person I talked to, who I talked to like who talked to them on the phone like the other day. 
so it's not there's not a big gap in the time that they see me that's interesting actually i've never thought about that i mean i don't think that there's a huge gap um i think it's also like in my family i mean it's not nice to admit because i feel like there's a lot of pressure to kind of be like put on the front that we're like happy-go-lucky family um like my the relationships in my family my relationship with um both of my parents and with my sister um does better when we all have some space like that's the one thing that like when we all come back together at a certain point because our personalities are very similar you know there's just you know you get annoyed with people and that's just a thing that happens and like for um our relationships have all improved now that we've all gotten some space and I say that like especially about my sister like growing up with my sister was like world war three and my mom thought that we were going to hate each other forever and mm. I am super close with my sister now and I'm so thankful for that relationship and I'm also really close with my parents as well um yeah but the space makes a big difference and I feel like that allows us all to have our own space and process our stuff especially as we get older and we're getting better at this you know not necessarily bringing the stuff that you're feeling home kind of deal mm. I used to have a really hard time with that um like I don't know even a couple of years ago and I'm getting better with that now about like just being able to be home and enjoy the time we have together and then you know being able to kind of shake the moods not perfect but you know I definitely it was an interesting realization but I'm happy that we're kind of there now mm -hmm. that's cool yeah the space is important especially like you said when you need breaks from people's personalities and um yeah, I don't know the sibling thing. I've seen it in other people's families, but yeah, wouldn't I don't have that experience myself. Mm. I always think that that's that's an interesting relationship to to navigate. Um, yeah, I always I find it cute when siblings talk about like their past with each other, and it's it's like looked at with. I mean, I know there's probably some sibling relationships that aren't great, and they're still not great. But it's always fascinating to me when they like look back on their childhood selves versus like who they are today as siblings. Cute, I like it. I'm a little jealous because like, <laughs> I never I never had that. Um, I had cat. That was about it. Uh, <laughs> so, hang out by myself a lot. Um, is there something that you want to start doing more now uh, that you don't do, but you did a lot as a kid? Um, no, to be honest, is like I said, like I still, I have my phases and I have my things that are interest that I uh, get interested in. And I mean, like I said, the thing I think I've learned, I wasn't embarrassed about it as a kid until I kind of like hit my tweens and my teens because kids are awful and high school's horrible. Uh, and that's just like, you know, navigating that all is exhausting. Um, yeah, like I just I don't want to be embarrassed about stuff anymore. But I mean, there's not I have always maintained I've really enjoyed getting older because I learn so much every year that I didn't know the year before. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I don't really I'm happy for my childhood self, but I don't miss any of it. Mm -hmm. um, no, I'm actually pretty, pretty happy with where I'm at now, which is nice. Actually, I hadn't thought about that until I just said it out loud. So oh. it's a nice realization to come to. Good. Is there anything that you uh, want to do? Um, go to the movies more. I'll go to the movies more. Really? Yeah, I used to go to the movies a lot as a kid, and my friends and I would go to the movies a lot because there isn't a whole lot to do where I grew up. Um, so I don't know. Sometimes I like want to go to the movie. Now I'm like, it's ridiculously expensive. So there's that lo like logistical reason of why movies <laughs> aren't great. But I think even just like watching movies more. I don't actually watch movies that much. Um, I and when I say that I might put something on and then I'll be doing something while while it's on so to actually sit and watch movies I don't do it as much anymore so I'd really like to and that's actually something that um I do like to do with my uh with my mom whenever I visit with her uh and wherever we are we do like to go to the movies and she's kind of my movie person but um yeah I miss going to the movies a lot I don't know. That's that's something. I want to say, like, I want to bake more because I baked as a child, but my family did not bake. We bought things. Uh, but no, that's like the only th I also was going to say color, but um, I do like coloring sometimes. I don't do it very often, but that's always a fun thing. Um, an art project. I think I do a lot of those still. So that makes me happy, like creative endeavors. But yeah, I think the movies. I think I'd like to go to the movies more. That's so interesting because actually that is a thing talking about traditions. That is another thing of my family. Like reading is one and movies is the other. We have always gone to the movies 
we always like we have traditions like you know my sister and i watch the lord of the rings trilogy every year at christmas time and like uh we've seen it's a family tradition to see every fast and the furious movie that comes out whether they're good or not like we just know that we're all gonna go like Mm. that yeah we go to a lot of movies actually that's so i never thought about that yeah we my family and i like movies i just i find that in my my day-to-day life it's not like i think about it and i'm like oh that movie's coming out and then i'm like uh don't have time and then i don't go so um yeah i saw it was very poppin' and that was a miracle that i even got to see that one so yeah that's crazy yeah um anything else from childhood we're going back uh I mean, we were nineties. We were nineties chicks, so that's kind of fun as well. Nineties chicks. Oh my god, why is that LFO song in my head right now? Girl on. TV. Uh no, that's not that's not the right band at all. God, that's gonna bother me. The There's just an pop, earworm. Kind of pop one. The I let this feeling. On this. No, oh. no, it's. Oh, I can't even sing it. Like I can't even remember the lyrics. I just hear the fucking like the beat was like boom, 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 like and it was like a popping sound. Oh, this is gonna bother me. It'll be in the show oh notes, everybody. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, like I, I mean, obviously, parents aren't perfect, and my mom always says to me, and I think it's a good point. Like, there's no handbook for parenting. Like, they try. And some some stuff works and some stuff doesn't. I am so appreciative to my parents for how they parented my sister and I. Like, if there was a handbook on parenting, my parents had a hand mm. in it. I mean, they were great. There's, like, definitely some stuff that I wish we'd covered. Um, I wish we hadn't moved around so much when I was a kid. But, like, obviously, mm. can't change it. They tried so hard. My parents love us so much. They want us to be happy. Like, I cannot thank my parents enough i love my family i'm super close to them and it's very important to me so like yeah i have very fond memories of my childhood because my parents cared that's awesome yeah same i am adopted so i always think about how um i could have been in any family and i think i got chosen into the best one um also my last name is great so that that was a big luck lucky moment too uh but yeah i think that is it is it is a big thing when your parents are invested in what you're doing if it's something small like making like a paper mache frog which i think my mom still has somewhere um and my parents are still i think you would probably feel the same like they're still invested in what we do now and it makes a big it makes a world of difference and people give a shit about what's going on in your life the small things and the large things so yeah i feel extremely grateful to be in the family that i'm in not just my mom and dad, but even this extended family because I'm close with um, aunts and uncles and, and like do things with them. So I think that, yeah, I, we, we are very lucky people to have solid family bases. And um, I hope that other people can find that, whether it's in your chosen family or your not chosen family. I was going to say, yeah, because family, there's no guarantee that family is blood relation. Family is whatever you choose it. And I also, there's a couple people that I know who have chosen families and I'm happy for them that the support is equally as strong. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. From those Absolutely. Yeah. So I guess I'd like to know from people what their favorite childhood color was because I'm really stuck on that. And also which Ninja Turtle <laughs> they related to the most. Which sailor moon character are you and why 300 words essay on my desk by tomorrow wait which one were you uh sailor moon obviously i wanted to be fucking front and center (laughs) (laughs) i should have been like jupiter or mars because jupiter had the red hair and mars had the anger problem but (laughs) god no i wanted to be front and center i think I liked Mars too because she was feisty, but because of yep. my hair color, I was like, oh, I guess I have to be Sailor Venus or Sailor Moon. I don't know. I, like when you're a kid, you have like the weirdest like requirements. <laughs> you're like, well, it's the same hair color, so I got to be that one. Um, yeah. Whereas in my childhood head, I was like, uh-uh. Like I wanted to be, I wanted to be the important one. I wanted to be Mars and I, I felt like I was stuck with Venus and Venus was too like emotional for me. I don't know if that was actually the case. I'm- Venus is lovey-dovey. Yeah, and I'm not that. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I wanted to be Meatball Head. Meatball Head. So, we 
want to know your Sailor Moon character, where you want to know your Ninja Turtle character, and your childhood color. Yep, and I feel like, to be honest, when you write those down, it will indicate a lot about you as a person. <laughs> <laughs> really, really much. Absolutely. Oh, goodness. I like this. This made me happy. I like I like. This is a lot of fun. fun. Thanks for tuning in, guys. All right. <laughs> next week on Sailor Moon and then some kind of moral insert some kind of moral here because that's how they would end the that show every time kind of a, I, don't, I don't know that I like him what Tuxedo Mask? Tuxedo he didn't Mask. do anything I know useless not a, not a good romantic romantic um, lead at all and in my mind <laughs> in my mind no no but. oh man we're gonna leave with that note Tuxedo yep. Mask not not a good boyfriend. Not any not Joey McIntyre, that's for sure. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Heroes in a half shell. Bye. Bye. Bye.